0: But as you and as you were just saying as well about deflecting it, that's totally what people do. That they men, men especially, that they're yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna you throw myself into this," or, you know, "I don't want to talk about this. I'm a bloke." Oh. you know, or yeah. "I'll have a drink because it'll make me feel better," kind of thing. But it's literally about looking at it's you as a whole. So mm-hmm. it's everything combined. It's not just one part separated. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: to dads and dadless podcast with me your host rich this podcast is to raise awareness around the social stigma of the word up." research has shown men are less likely to seek help for trauma abuse neglect addictions and mental illness because they will be perceived as weak Research had directly or indirectly linked these problems to the social and cultural perceptions of the word man up. It's time to start a conversation and redefine this word man up. Each week, you'll be hearing from men and women all around the world who survived emotional abuse, physical abuse, domestic violence, and addictions, and how they came out on the other side with Triumph to begin a new chapter also hear from experts and coaches all around the globe on matters like brain health, psychology of men and women, holistic healing, fitness, and last but not least, what it takes to be a man, overcoming the social stigma and expectations, and tap into your individual unique authenticity and vulnerability. Thank you for joining me in this mission to serve men around the world and letting them know they are not alone in this. Welcome to another episode of Dads on Deadlifts with me, your host, Rish. Today's episode is very special because she is talking to me all the way from New Zealand and her name is Jeanette Lask. She is a licensed Thrive Program consultant for the last 10 years and she helps, control, helps people take control of their mental health, overcome anxiety, PTSD, depression, you name it. So we will talk a little bit about her program, how she uses different modalities to help men and women uh, around uh, their you know, negative uh, vibes and energy. And then we will kind of take a deep dive into what she's seeing in today's society and helping men and uh, having an honest conversation with Jeanette about how we can improve the barrier that men, men are facing right now in their own mind. Uh, they're our help, but they're not reaching out. So without further ado, let's welcome Jeanette Lask. Jeanette, welcome to Hello. That's, that's the
0: podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Woo. Thank you for taking your time out and uh, calling in. I don't know what time is it in New Zealand?
0: Um, It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. So nice time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So tell me, uh, of course, I kind of give a macro view of who you are. So why don't you uh, talk a little bit about like who Jeanette Lask is and how did you get involved in this and whatnot?
0: and what not. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm Jeanette, um, and I'm originally from England, as you can probably tell by my accent. But um, I've been living in New Zealand for the past 19 years, um, and I um, was originally I was um, a hypnotherapist, um, and I did a particular kind of hypnotherapy. Um, and then um, Rob Kelly, um, the creator of the Thrive program, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, came up with a different way with mm. the Thrive Way. Um, to deal with, to get to the same result that people were going through with this particular type of hypnotherapy. And, um, it was, it was just, it was an amazing discovery, basically, amazing creation that mm. people didn't have to go through lots and lots of sessions of hypnotherapy to just try and get to the same result because mm. not everybody could get there. So, um, he created the Thrive program, um, which was, which isn't hypnotherapy at all. And in fact, it's not a therapy whatsoever um and so so basically i went with that i went that way and it's been amazing just utterly amazing i just you know i think i'm so pleased that he he created it because <laughs> it's helped so many people you know get on with their lives and, and thrive and be where they want to be yeah so that's okay. me i hope i've just answered the question i feel like i've just whooped off there sorry no no, no. i I, th- <laughs> I think
1: i think it's a good start because uh, that's exactly what i was about to ask you so you started off with Hypnotherapy, right? Um, yeah. When we talked offline, and you just said it too. And um, and then you kind of channeled this, like your knowledge and experience and expertise, and kind of went through this route. So talk about yeah. this Thrive program that uh, Rob Kelly and you were sure. you were part of it. Like, yeah. Wh- what does what's the program
0: about? Okay, so um, the Thrive program, um, as I just said, was created by Rob Kelly, and it's a six to eight week program. Um, and it is a program. So this is not a therapy. It's under any circumstance, it is not a therapy. It's a program where literally we give you the tool to um, literally take control of the way that you think and therefore take control of your life. Because the way we think is literally just a habit that we get ourselves into. And it's about breaking that habit and changing the way that we think so that literally we can be in control rather than allowing everybody else and everything else to control us. So um, it, yeah, there's a workbook involved in it um, and it's it can all be done over Zoom or Skype or whatever form. Um, and literally we use the book, um, the workbook, but we put it to whatever situation the person's in Mm -hmm. um and um they're about an hour long sessions every week and it's 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 not one of those oh we're just gonna sit there and talk and let's discuss everything this is no we are going to work but we're Mm -hmm. going to have fun (laughs) Um, And we're going to make sure that you're the one that's doing it and that's in control, you know, and there's quizzes and there's I love my analogies. I've got loads of analogies for everybody. Um, And there's and there's bits to do. And I'm not going to say it's homework. It's just work to do. And then the book is literally just for reinforcement to Mm -hmm. everything that we've done. So it's all about putting it into practice Mm -hmm. basically. Um, And and I'm not going to lie. It's really challenging and, because what Absolutely. you are doing is challenging your beliefs mm-hmm. challenging the way that you think mm-hmm. so there's there's no there's no easy way about it because if there was then nobody would be no. having any problems really would they yeah
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> but
0: um I, I like to say it's like hitting your head against a brick wall because you've got all these beliefs that you've built up um over the years and you're literally knocking that brick wall down mm-hmm. so that's the challenge but you know we like to say persistent and continuous effort pace yourself and and you will get there and you will thrive. And it's astounding. You know, when I see people at the beginning and I'm talking to them and I say, Do you know that in six to eight weeks, you're going to be a completely different person? You're going to just be, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I wish I could show you how you're going to be in the future because you are going to be like that. You are going to be happy. You're going to be full of energy. Everything. It's just, your life is going to be amazing. And they all go, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, don't be so stupid. And I'm like, No, I promise you. And then at the end, I'm like see I told you I really wish I could take you there and transport you there then kind of thing so it's just amazing yeah
1: it's amazing when you say this because like I'm a huge fan of Tony Robbins I know you mentioned oh, yeah. uh, you are a huge yeah. fan of Tony Robbins Tony is probably one of my mentor, like following since 2010, 11-ish, oh, been yeah. to his EPW, been to his DB, uh, date with Destiny. Oh, yeah. um, and and when you said like, I want to I wanna circle back to that thing, like yeah. when you said it's homework, it's not homework, it's like work and it's also inner work. That's what is challenging because oh, we want yeah, to totally. avoid this. We want to avoid it all the time. Like, ah, uh, that's existence yeah. that's our identity we have created and it's very hard to break that so it's like oh, I don't want to change it otherwise I feel absolutely. like who am I now so it's that exactly initial start it's like constant fight me against myself kind of
0: thing right absolutely because you've you've built this you've built this habit up mm-hmm. over a lifetime you know yeah. and you, you know you don't want to let it go because to you it's actually quite natural you're quite it's quite natural to feel the way that you're feeling yeah. so that challenge of what happens if I let that go What must it oh my god what's going happened to me oh but actually once you've actually broken through it's like oh you know if that thought isn't there how can you think it it's right. you know it's really it's funny yeah, because it's like you're right.
1: the, the stuff that you're telling me uh that's exactly i don't know whether i told you why i named this podcast dads and deadlifts uh deadlifts mm-hmm. to me is an anchor oh yeah um it's it's a mindset deadlifts is a workout. Uh, it's basically like you load your barbell however much, however many pounds you want, and actually just lift it up, stand up straight, and put it down. And I had this limiting belief that I cannot do deadlifts because I hurt myself several times, and I didn't know how to do it properly. Yeah. So when I joined CrossFit uh, about like two and a half years ago, every day I will see deadlifts on the program. I will not go. I literally will not go. One day it hit no. me. I'm like, the thing I'm avoiding the most is the thing I need to do the most
0: yeah, and exactly. now i
1: never I, I never uh let go of deadlift workout so when i created the podcast and the reason i created the podcast also i talked to you about like you know trying to raise awareness for men who we, we are not like women are very advanced in that like they are very open they they have that's how i think they're they are yeah in that they are open to talk and men are like, no, this social stigma, right? So the mindset totally. is like, mm, no, I don't want to talk about it. Even though if I fail, I'm not going to go. And that's what I was doing. So to me, that's the whole name of this podcast is deadlift is like, that's my anchor. Yeah. And every time I think about not doing something and I always go back to like, hold on a minute, saw what happened. You couldn't lift 95 pounds when you started, but now your one rep max is like 275 pounds. So it's a progress. You just have to constantly learn and what you you're teaching. It's a mindset. The same thing. Oh,
0: totally. Physically
1: that I'm working on. And it's easy for men. I feel like I, we rather feel the physical pain. Yeah. Take it on the weight than actually work on our mind. Right?
0: <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah.
1: So now totally. tell me in your program, you've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. What's the ratio you're seeing men versus women and how difficult, I think I already know, know the answer, but I'm just curious from you, like how difficult it is to convince your male clients who are getting into these programs initially over women? <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, sorry. I'm not, I shouldn't laugh there. No, no, um, no.
1: That's, I get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd actually say when I, when I think about it, it's about 60% women and 40% men, to be honest. Um, yeah. which sometimes, sometimes, you know, I you're probably thinking, oh, it was probably going to be a hell of a lot more women than yeah, men. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are, there is, that 40% out there that actually do want to change, mm-hmm. they get to that point in life where it's like, I can't go any further. I need to do something. Yeah. Um and so the question about um getting them to <laughs> I'm laughing because it's not actually just men And I you know, it's everybody because people, you know, you you go to the gym and you'll right. work out, won't you? Or yeah. if there's something wrong, if you've got a cold or you know, you're feeling sick, you'll go to the doctors. Yes. But when somebody is feeling depressed or's got PTSD or 's got OCD mm-hmm. or whatever it is they just they don't do anything it 's like mm-hmm. they 're stuck in this time walk where they just can 't move on um, yeah. so then when you throw in the mix of oh telling someone about the thrive program and saying to them you know as I was saying before, you know re- this really works and you really will feel amazing at the end. That's where it's just what you were saying that the the men, especially, especially, and I will say this, get that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Clamp up. That's it. Shut down. Let's not talk about this again. You know? And so it is really having to not, I know, I feel really bad. It's like not treating them like kids, but like really, breaking it down mm-hmm. so that they totally understand that they really can help themselves. Yes. that Things can change. A doctor can help them. Um, the gym can help them with their exercise. A nutritionist can help them with food or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this Thrive program can seriously help with their mental mental being. Basically.
1: Yeah, no, I agree yeah, because yeah. Um, I, I had been there and that's exactly why I'm doing this podcast is exactly why, you know, like what I'm doing right now is, is, you know, like, um, yeah, taking care of my body and all that. Like I I was using gym as a uh, deflection of the pain that I was feeling in my mind. Yeah. I was like, like lifting weights and taking it out. But at the same time I was depressed. I was sad. I was, I was really kind of at a very low point. And then of course, then I was self-medicating with alcohol at one point. Yeah. Uh, so I think you're right. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, and I openly admit, like sometimes men needs to be really told in a very, in a way that we talk to our kids because there's that ego that holds us up, right? Like, it's yeah. like, no way, no way I'm letting it go. It's a control yes. factor.
0: It's the total control factor. But the more in control you mm-hmm. want to be, the more out of control you actually oh. are. That's oh my the, god. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. The problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say, sorry, about um that it's looking at the whole person rather than just different parts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not just mental well being. It's right, it's also physical as well, like mm-hmm. you were saying. But um but as you, and as you were just saying as well about deflecting it, that's totally what people do, that they, men, men especially, that they're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to throw myself into this or, you know, I don't want to talk about this, I'm a bloke. Oh, you know, Or yeah. I'll have a drink because it'll make me feel better kind of thing. But it's literally about looking at it's you as a whole. So mm-hmm. it's everything combined. It's not just one part separated, yeah. if that makes sense. No, it does. And
1: I think like you're, you're right. It's because if this program, I think looks like, uh, you're kind of giving a, a, like more of a total makeover, if that's the right word I can use or like, and then giving them the tools so that they can actually take it and implement it in their daily lives, even after six and eight weeks.
0: Oh, totally. This is a life changer. It's a game changer completely. It's not just about let's solve whatever's going on here.
1: Mm-hmm. It's about
0: let's solve everything right. so that you can then go and get on with your life and thrive. And if there's any, you know, we call them blips. If something comes up, you know, it's just a small blip. You mm-hmm. know, you've then got the tools to then get back up and keep going mm-hmm. rather than spiraling on down again, basically. Yeah. Um there's one really important thing that I really do want to mention. Um, and that is that, anything in life, you know, the Thrive program, counseling, whatever it is, unfortunately nothing will work unless the person wants to change. Yes. Unless that person really wants to get out of where they are and change their life, it's not going to happen because it feels like magic when it's actually working and life's fantastic, but it isn't actually magic. It is, but they're doing it. You're the one that's doing the magic. I'm not doing it for you. Nobody can do anything for you. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. We can help. I can help. I can facilitate, but I can't, I can't go into your brain and take out all your thoughts for you and change them all for you. You know. So it's, it's really important that the person has to really want to do it mm-hmm. and change for anything to change. Yeah.
1: No, I think like it's, it's a very important uh, thing. It's just like, um, you have to do the work because you can have coaches, you can have therapists, you can have the doctors, but then if you, if you don't believe in it, if you don't really no. take the action, right? Like that's, exactly. that's hard to, uh, you can have a thousand different workbooks and I had been there yeah. myself. I mean, uh, yeah. until one day, like I was like, okay, I mean, this is kind of getting really serious until that was yeah. like click for me. And for me, my Brilliant. click was my son. He was six yeah. months old Aww. and then, and then I was like, okay, yeah, something's going to change. This is, this cannot go on. Uh, so I think it's that, it's that click. Uh, and that's, that's, uh, that's the reason why
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they need to. So let's talk a little about like, I, I really was impressed by this, by this guy's uh, testimonial, um, what you shared. Let's oh, yeah. talk cool. about this, yeah, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's kind of, I want to, I want to understand, I want to, I want to, listeners to listen to this example that there's hope. I mean, you don't, you're not alone. Like there's, there's hope. The other day I was talking to one of my friends. They're like, yeah, but I'm like, I get it. I get it. The resources are still not there, but it's whatever resources are there. If we start implementing it, there's out there. It's not like, and world is connected. You don't have to have a local resource. I mean, no, me no. and you, you're in New Zealand right now. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean we, this COVID-19, like all of us are connecting on Zoom and uh, yeah. social media. So it doesn't need to be just, oh, I need a local therapist. We don't need to no. do that anymore. No, it's,
0: so it's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
1: So let's talk about like this this uh, client of yours and what he went through. And I i, I mean, I was blown away by his testimonial.
0: Yeah no absolutely very honest
1: very 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 open and honest authentic testimonial
0: yeah and and actually there's thousands and thousands of testimonials just like his that where because when once they've been through you know it's just i'm going back again here about when you say to somebody at the beginning oh the thrive program's amazing and then at the end they're like oh wow um but the people that are doing the testimonies, you know, we're not putting the words into their mouths. We're not right. making them do it, and and we ask them to do the video one instead of writing it down because most of the time, people that read the listen. written one will think, "Oh, I bet she wrote that." You know, uh, yeah, not, yeah, that's rubbish. But the um, and I know that this one's written down, but um, we usually get them to do the video one because um, it it shows them these are real people mm-hmm. that have really been through it and. Are, you know, this is how they were at the beginning and it wasn't a pretty sight and now look at them and, and, but they've done it. And so we want people to see exactly what, you know, the transformation, mm-hmm. frankly, so that people can, but, um, so this one, and it is written down. So I apologize,
1: No, no, no <laughs> um, that's fine. but
0: it was, it was a, a video. <laughs> um, so this is Paul. And, um, literally when it, you know, I'll, I'll just say what he said, basically that, um, He was um, diagnosed with um, post-traumatic stress disorder, Um, um, and it led to anxiety and depression for him. Mm -hmm. And um, he's such a lovely, such a lovely man. And he, you know, when he came to me at the beginning, he was really, I couldn't really get a lot out of him (laughs) because Mm -hmm. he was so stressed and and depressed and everything um but and it, but in his words the, the interesting thing was when he was talking to me he was very down and everything but when you actually i think when he was out and about he had this big facade mm. so people weren't actually aware See. of what was going on but inside he was completely falling apart um And this is his words, and I'll just read them. Outwardly, I appeared a resilient, successful, and happy person to be around. And to many of my friends, I was the go-to guy Mm. when they were in trouble or needed guidance. Um, But these last few years, I have found it increasingly difficult um, to keep up that facade which I was just talking about and something was wrong and I'd lost that sparkle um, and feeling of genuine happiness. In short, I had the classic signs of depression um, and had stopped enjoying my life basically. Mm. So, um, and then, and other things would, you know, came with it, financial work, you name it was all one big. And, um, (laughs) so and it it continued to slide and you know he just everything lack of sleep um racing heart you know all the classic symptoms of anxiety and um, depression just kicked in um and then he went through the um the the thrive program and literally came out the other side and you know still has his down times but totally now in control and understanding what of him, of himself Mm -hmm. and what's going on in life and, and knowing how to cope and to deal with it. And he's just, he's thriving basically, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I will say, and I think the interesting thing is that he does still have down times, Mm -hmm. but we're only human. Like he's only human. We're only human. There's no way that people wouldn't, it's it's, it's life, but it's right. knowing how to deal with and cope with the right. situation when it occurs. And it will occur because mm-hmm. as I just said, it's life, it's gonna happen. It's gonna um, happen. It's gonna happen, but it's just knowing how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And for him, you know, he's, that facade has gone and he is that that happy person. He is that resilient, successful guy now. Mm-hmm. And, and he's showing it to the world, basically. Yeah. Um, and enjoying his life. Yeah. thriving.
1: So, <clears throat> yeah. When, when he, like, what drove him finally decided to, like, okay, I need help?
0: Uh, he just, he got to that stage where mm. he just thought, I, c- I just can't, I can't keep going. I've, I've hit rock bottom. And, and a lot of the time, people have to hit rock mm-hmm. bottom before they think oh this is it I've got to do something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I mean it's like you said it was your son that was mm-hmm. the trigger for you yeah. for him I think he just he just couldn't keep going on he couldn't keep that facade up anymore it was just too much he's just spiraled out of control mm-hmm. there was nowhere else to go and he just said to himself I've got to do something I just And I think he he went and researched other things and and then he found the Thrive Program and Mm -hmm. it just clicked with him. So, yeah.
1: Awesome, awesome. Uh, When like you work with men, and let's just kind of shift towards men. I know you work with men and women. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to raise awareness, right? So uh, what are some of the replies or answers you get from them regarding, I don't know whether... You ask them that or you know like whether it's in the pre-intake questionnaire or not I'm trying to understand like what are some of the reasons like most of the men clients tell you that they have waited this long until there's pain or they have they should have come earlier and they didn't because of what
0: yeah well it's really interesting because they don't want to talk about that mm. so um <laughs> It's more about like when I'm very first talking to somebody, I find that it's more about pulling out of them what the actual issue is Mm -hmm. because they don't want to talk about it anyhow. So it's, it's, I spend um, the most amount of time just trying to get the picture, trying to understand what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So the bit about um, the question about, why haven't they come before doesn't actually come into it because it's pretty obvious that it's because they don't want to discuss it they don't want to be they don't want to talk about it they don't want to be known as this person that's got a problem you know and I and and that's I think it's on a huge scale with men that as we Mm -hmm. said before that they just don't want to talk about it it's it's like a taboo subject. Yeah, you know, don't mention it. Don't mention that word depression. Don't mention that word PTSD. Oh my goodness, you know, I haven't got that. They're kind of in a denial. They're they're denying that it, they've actually got a problem.
1: Mm.
0: So, I, d- I don't know if I've answered your question there. So, is <laughs> um,
1: some of, some of the times like is it like uh, the partners bring them in, uh, like convince them, or is it like sometimes like they just kind of come t- on their own? Um, family, so, not just partners, even family members. No,
0: no, yeah, yeah. So, what happens is I do get a lot of people phoning me up or emailing me on behalf of their partner, their husband, um, their friend, you know, which is great. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I always say, that's fantastic. This is, you know, this is great. Let me talk, let me have a little chat mm-hmm. with them. Because the thing is, all these loved ones, they're amazing, but they can't do it for them. Right. And it's exactly as I said, you know, it has to be the person that wants to change. So, yeah, a lot of the time, there it's the other half that's, you know, the friend that's getting in contact with me. Mm-hmm. But I strictly say I have to be able to talk to the person because I need to know if they really want to change, or if it's whoever else wanting them to do it, because it won't work if they want them to do it for them. They, right. they can't do it for somebody else. They have to do it for themselves. So yeah, that's, that's how it usually works.
1: And then on, in that context, I think my next question for you, and of course I had been through that, and then I was talking to a few other men who had been through that, um, and we were having a discussion on this, I'm just curious, Curious, like in in other parts of the world, New Zealand, uh, talking to you, Um, do you think, uh, is there, is there instances, are there instances where you saw men are traumatized or like some sort of abuse happened in their relationship as a kid and they kind of carried it through and that triggered a lot of their depression and anxiety?
0: oh mm. yes huge huge amount but the thing is and as we go through the thrive program it's not about the past mm. that the, the the thing is that they truly believe that that's what triggered them or as you just said or or mm-hmm. that's what what got them to the situation that they're in um but they sue once you once you start doing the program you you discover that actually that isn't the root cause. That isn't why you're the way that you are, you know, the way that they are, the, the way that they're thinking. Mm. Um, but you're, d- yeah, absolutely low. When uh, the initial consultation, the initial talk, you know, like you were talking with your friends, et cetera, that's exactly it. That's what they truly, truly believe. Yeah. I totally and, agree.
1: and how do you, uh, kind of break those, like you, you, you kind of take that, and then start focusing and show them the, the barrier that they have in their, in their mindset and then the limiting beliefs and all that and then I kind of break it down week by week. Is that how the program works?
0: So um, it encompasses, encompasses everything. So what we're doing is showing them why they think the way that they think. There's an actual law involved in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or not.
0: Um, and then we give them the tools to change the way they think Mm. but there's there's you know there's so much involved in it there's there's your your personality your personality traits your thinking style i was about to ask ask you that i think it's
1: different from individuals to individuals too right
0: totally different totally um and your um your your sense of power how how in control you want to be Mm -hmm. um so there's all there's so much involved there's your self-esteem there's your um social anxiety everything it's it's like a package really you're one mm-hmm. big package um and it's breaking it all down and it's showing you but getting you to see why getting you to understand why and getting you to change those limiting beliefs that you've been holding on to for dear life because by letting go by crushing them you won't be able to think about them
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> because
0: um they won't be in your mind at all, and if they're not there, then they can't just pop up. Right. <laughs> if that I mean, makes sense. Yeah. It's like uh, I suppose a good example is somebody that um, doesn't smoke. So mm-hmm. um, do you smoke?
1: I used to, but now I don't. Okay, but yeah. do you smoke now? No.
0: Do you spend your day thinking about smoking? No. No, because why would you? Because mm-hmm. you don't smoke so that you don't need to think about it. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. So, so it's the same as having that thought about, Oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, this is terrible. What, or whatever the thought is, why, why think about it? If you can get rid of it and it's not there, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be spending all your day thinking about it because it's yeah. not there. Mm-hmm. So it's about breaking that habit, changing the way that you think.
1: Interesting. And taking yeah. control like focusing on something that basically is completely different than what you're focusing on right now. Well, you're, you're where...
0: focusing on your, on your life and on yeah. what you're doing now, you know, and on your day to day life, because it is for somebody that's depressed. It's a a, a minute by minute thing. Some that right. are second by second. It's, you know, it's completely encompasses their entire day and well life. Right. So, you know, they can't, they're not functioning. They're, they're only functioning on like 5% of what they need to be functioning on. Whereas everybody else is functioning on a hundred percent. You know, you're getting on with your day. You're, mm-hmm. you're talking to me, etc. cetera. And we're not thinking about whatever what? makes us feel bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're thinking about what makes us feel good kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing how you said that because I feel um, that's one of the biggest thing about depression is uh, you feel like you're not worthy to talk to anyone, and a lot of people just don't reach out just because no. of that, and they just create all this idea and scenarios in their head.
0: Absolutely, and,
1: uh, which is absolutely not true most of the times, and uh, it's just like so. Okay, so you create a the whole program. It basically kind of gives them the tools to start. Totally thinking completely different shift their mindset to a more of a present moment and kind of work through it.
0: It's to the present moment and to the future future because you know, I say to people, how do you feel when you're thinking and talking about um, how you're feeling now? Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, you know, awful. It's horrible. So why do it? Mm -hmm. You know, why not? how would you, how do you want to feel how would you mm-hmm. you know what what would you like the goal to be what would you like the out, the outcome to be oh, i'd really I'd, you know tell me somebody that you know in fact you can tell me is there your idol or somebody or somebody that you really look up to um what is it there that you think oh yeah that's how what i'd like to be what, what how would you like to be Vish?
1: right oh me
0: yeah. Can you think of someone? Uh,
1: oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, without even thinking Tony Robbins, you know, I mean, okay, like so, all I so what's
0: he got that you want to be like, what's, what are his characteristics? How his does,
1: energy, his, his, his positive, energy. his positive mindset, you know,
0: absolutely He's always
1: like in that peak state that he is every day. Yep.
0: Yeah. And that's you, that's yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? That's where yeah. you want to be. That's, mm-hmm. that's how you are. Yeah not here thinking about what's making you feel awful you're right this is where you want to be this is where you're going to be this is where we're going yeah that's and so that's that's what i do we we get you to where you want to be you want to be energetic you want to have that energy you want to feel good you want to help people you want to be woohoo mm-hmm. out there right. living your life yeah you don't want to be down here so let's let's get you there that's yeah. that's what it's all about, that journey of mm-hmm. getting you from here, A, to B. That's where you want to be, so that's where you're going to be, basically.
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I think, like, this is a perfect place to kind of stop because I yes. think, like, just, Sorry. you just, you just, <laughs> I think, like, I don't want to take away from this last piece that you said. And that's been the crux of this episode with you, Jeanette, is is it's not you know, being here, if you're depressed, if you're sad, reach out and then like the journey and then take you from one place to the other. And actually through the journey, you're constantly learning the tools that you can actually use uh, even after your program is done. Oh,
0: definitely. yeah. Yeah.
1: awesome awesome it's so nice talking to you okay so and you where where will people find you and i know you have a free 20 minute consultation for my listeners. so how about you kind of talk a little bit about that
0: yes um you know if you've been listening to this and you you want to find out more or you just want to have a chat that's absolutely fine um I'm for a 20 minute consultation. We can just talk just like this. Mm-hmm. No, it, completely confidential. Nobody else will ever, 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 ever hear about it. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm, you can get hold of me, um, either through my website or you can email me, um, or message me on messenger, whatever you want the easiest way. So what's
1: your website address? So
0: it's www. Arrive in Auckland okay. at gmail.com. Okay, I hope that makes like, sense. <laughs> okay, yeah. and, and um, yeah, basically, so people
1: can message you and they can receive a twenty minutes free consultation with you, and then. Go Do you know there.
0: what I've just? I've just gone absolutely balmy mad there. That was my. <laughs> that was my um my email my oh. website is nz. okay okay sorry
1: thrive, i thrive in, thrive in oakland thrive in or nz yes okay yeah From new zealand okay perfect
0: Brilliant. oh yeah, nz sorry
1: yeah either way <laughs> Z-Z. <laughs> zz yeah yeah yeah. okay so this is how i cl- normally close my episodes i normally ask a surprise guest a surprise question uh <gasps> oh my to my guest
0: yes and go it's fun then. and then
1: okay. uh and then i read a passage uh from a book that i read because I'm, I'm an avid reader um yep. to close the episode okay you ready for your surprise okay. question
0: oh my gosh <laughs> go on then
1: no no it's it's uh <laughs> it's very uh, it, it's surprise. It's, it's in tune with the, what you're doing
0: yeah no that's fine if
1: you have to change one thing or if you have to say one thing to men mm-hmm. about reaching out and getting help what would be your one saying or message to them
0: oh good i was gonna say it's not just one word is it mm, no, no. <laughs> um uh, well but just straight away comes to my mind just do it mm. don't think just do basically, end of story, just do it, I'm here, or anybody else is there as well, but just do it, don't sit there, just in your own little mind, in your own little world, get out there Mm -hmm. and change your life because you can do it. I really, really mean it. I really want you to do it, please.
1: Oh my God. No, no, this is amazing. Cause I am following you and I know, I mean, you're, you're, you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you um, for doing what you're doing right now. Um, And then for today, I'm going to finish off the episode with one of my favorite books. It's uh Mary Furlio's, Everything is outable And there's a um, section where it says, share the shame. And it goes with what we kind of talked about today. Most high achievers struggle with feeling like a fake, but never talk about it. It's like a dirty little secret everyone's afraid to admit. I'll tell you right now, I still feel this way at times. And I have been doing this work for almost two decades. Brené Brown says, as a shame researcher, I know that the very best thing to do in the midst of a shame attack is totally counterintuitive. Practice courage and reach out. Brené is on point. You know why? Because shame always shrivels when you share it out loud. It simply cannot exist when brought into the light. To take this idea even further, I recommend you put one or two trusted souls on speed dial for when that fraud festival comes to town. These folks are your new fraud squad people you can connect with and say, Hey, I'm feeling like I suck right now. Can you remind me why I don't? That's a beautiful piece. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Perfect. So I think perfect.
1: that's the best way to end this episode. Thank you so much, Jeanette.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: And guys, here's to the end of another episode. As Mary Furlio said, uh, I was reading that is there help out there? You know, and as, as Jeanette uh, told in this episode today, there are help out there. And all you got to do is just uh, really let go of the ego and reach out to friends and families and eventually to therapists and coaches because that's how you will break that. Z- like barrier of comfort zone. And that's where you will get that push to thrive and to learn and to grow uh, instead of just being where you are right now with your beliefs. Uh, that's not really serving any purpose. So thank you so much for listening. And here's to the end of another episode. <music> Thanks for listening to another episode of Dads and Deadlifts. And I hope you are as excited as I am learning from our guest today on the specific topic. Please subscribe, share and leave a comment and tag Dads and Deadlifts on Instagram and Facebook with your experience of today's episode. Because remember, your one share might save someone from feeling alone and provide them the tools they can incorporate in their daily lives. Let's each of us do our part in helping men around the world. You can personally message me on my Facebook page or Instagram page, Dads and Deadlifts, if you want your story to be shared on the podcast, or if you just feel alone and want someone to reach out to. Always remember, you are not alone. All you got to do is reach out. And I am rooting for you. Until next week, your host Rich signing off. I will see you next week with another brand new episode.